Good morning, you're listening to FloridaDaily.net, and I'm Kim Parr. This morning, my guest is John Turner, the president of Deltal. JT, how you doing? Hey, Kemp, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, and good yeah, morning. Yeah, it's good to talk to you. People who want to go back and look at some history on you, we did a focus on leadership with you in Floor Focus Magazine it's in the June 2013 issue. Interesting to read some of that. You actually started with Deltal working in the summer when you were 15 years old, didn't you? That's yeah. right. And you took over the presidency, what, about six, seven years ago? 2012. 2012. It's no surprise to anybody who knows this business that Deltal in the U.S., has a market share. It's our estimate that it's about 45%. So you're a giant in this business. I saw you briefly at Total Solutions, and I wanted to touch base with how consumption was going in the market and some new things going on with Delta. So let's start first with consumption. It appears to us that the tile market has softened just a little bit, and from a dollar perspective, is only growing around 2%. Is that your read? That's right. I, th- I think that uh, units will end up being around flat, and uh, consumption in dollars will be up a couple of points. You know, there's a, a lot of noise at the moment into the fourth quarter with the uh, tariffs out of China. We saw the uh, October imports come in with China actually down a little bit year over year. I can't get a good read yet as to whether or not people have moved out of China uh, aggressively and quickly. I think they will over time. We thought we'd see a little spike uh, through the uh, through the fourth quarter because of the original threat of the additional 15% going in on January 1st, which, of course, has now been moved back to March 1st. So what do you what do you think the causes are for this decline in, in consumer consumption with tile in the U.S.? Well, I think the, there's two normal market conditions, which is softening of the production builder, residential business slightly year over year. And uh, I think most people came into the year thinking we'd see 6 7% housing starts, and I, and I think we're probably down in that 3% range, 2.5-3% range this year. And, and uh, next year's forecast isn't to really improve uh, dramatically over that, that kind of a number. So that was one. I think commercial consumption is you know flat to slightly down, maybe just a tiny bit. And then the big drag is, uh, is the continuing evolution of luxury vinyl in the residential remodel space primarily, but you know it's creeping into builder and it's creeping into commercial as well. So I think that it's had another real strong year, and I think it's impacted all flooring surfaces with ceramic being probably the most resilient to the change, but still on that residential remodel side, consumption probably down a point or two. It's offset by a little bit of growth in builder, a little bit of growth in commercial. All right, so losing share a little bit to LVT. I also talked to Sven Hoffman at Total Solutions, and he was telling me that there continues to be a little bit of an issue around available trained labor, and, and that's a little bit of a factor as well, isn't it? Well, there's no question, and what that's done is driven up the cost mm-hmm. of the installed labor as well. So other surfaces, other products are finding their way into projects where uh, traditionally you'd see ceramic, but the cost of getting the ceramic installed is significantly higher. That's a real impact on the residential remodel side mm-hmm. and also on the commercial side. In the residential remodel side, we're seeing some of our great dealer customers have to quote four- and six-week lead times for installation where with, uh, you know, whether it's carpet or vinyl or, or some of the other surfaces, they can quote, you know, three- to five-day type installation. And I think that that makes the retail sales associate uncomfortable to be quoting four- and six-week lead times, not to mention then the cost difference when they do finally quote the, the ceramic versus a vinyl or a, a carpet install. So I think it's just easier right now for dealers in general to install some of the other surfaces versus ceramic. All right. Another thing I'd like to talk about is, is is the strength of the dollar and how that's impacting the business. Because when you've got a strong dollar, you get a little bit less sales from domestic manufacturing and you get more imports. Fortunately for you, because you have plants all over the world, it may not be as big of an impact, but that's certainly a factor in it. Well, for 
sure. And, you know, on top of a strong dollar this year, you've seen some other global things happen uh, that are a little different, right? You've seen the Turkish lira absolutely collapse, and Turkey's a, a quality country for ceramic manufacturing, you know, solid porcelain floor manufacturing in Turkey, for sure. You see the Chinese domestic market softening dramatically, which frees up quite a bit of capacity to go elsewhere. Uh, and you, you've seen overcapacity in uh, international freight. So you haven't seen any inflation whatsoever in the international freight, and you've seen relatively tame fuel. Fuel went up middle of the year domestically uh, here, uh, as oil went up slightly, uh, but you didn't see any significant change to fuel oil, which is used by uh, by steamship lines. So the whole logistics and supply chain internationally stayed relatively flat with little to no inflation, and that stronger U.S. dollar really did make it easy for importers to bring product in here to really competitive price. And you can see it in the all the landed cost numbers. You know, if you look at every individual country over the last several years, you're seeing imports drop from 5% in China, let's say, down to 20 or 25% less expensive right now out of Turkey. So absolutely, that's a that's a real trend that's that's hurting domestic producers. But to your point, we, we move production around and, and we've got production all over the world. So it's not quite as big a, an issue for us, but certainly we are the largest domestic producer by a significant factor. So an issue. A minute ago, you mentioned the Chinese tariffs. Tell us what you think the impact of those tariffs are going to be on the, on the business. I think that the basic ceramic tile, uh, glazed porcelains, uh, color body glazed products, those types of products will be moved to other parts of the world if the tariff lasts for any length of time. I think the Spanish are, are sitting with available capacity and very aggressive right now. The Turkish, as I mentioned, certainly in Brazil, uh, there's some capability there. And uh, the dollar real situation, which you mentioned before, is encouraging the Brazilians for sure. So I think that that type of product will move out of China. I still think it's difficult to find other sources for double-loaded technical, basic technical products uh, other than China. And for sure, if you talk about stone mosaics, glass mosaics, or polished-type products, uh, those things are going to stay in China. They're just really not a place to go get them, even with a 10% tariff. Now, you know, at 25%, you know, any number of different things could happen. Now, you could see a significant change from you know, glass mosaics to, let's say, glazed manufactured mosaics or cut mosaics, you know, which is not going to happen with a 10% tariff. But with a 25% tariff, you might you might start seeing things like that happen as well. But I just think it's the basic ceramic, which is the bulk of what is coming out of China, which is your glazed porcelain-type products, some glazed ceramic products. They're going to move to other countries uh, that are almost as competitive now as China. And as we look at the channel in the U.S., it's probably going to have more impact on the home centers and the floor and the cores of the world than it will on the independent floor and dealer, wouldn't you say? I do think so, although I think that there's a lot of independents have become reliant on imports for the base grade offering, mm. and I think that uh, that's going to be impacted. But for sure, the major consumers who have the, the direct supply chains are the home centers. All right, one last question. As I go up I-75 and I see the big Mohawk building that shows all the products therein, they've added one. It's countertops, and that's in your bailiwick. That's something you're doing. Tell us real quick about what's going on with countertops. Well, we're certainly excited about that. You know, several years ago, we kind of acquired our way into into stone slab distribution, and we've since in the last couple of years, we've really turned that into its own business and, and focused on it and put a lot of energy behind it. And we now have 45 distribution locations around the U.S. We've we've called it our countertop business. Uh, we just completed this quarter, you know, an 80 million dollar quartz manufacturing facility in Tennessee. So uh, we're excited about. Uh, backward integrating into manufacturing of countertop materials. Uh, in Europe, we invested 
in the gauged porcelain business, which we think is going to be a countertop product at some point in time here in the U.S., uh, as well as a wall and floor top product. So we, we've got our a dedicated sales force out there. We've got dedicated distribution out there. And, of course, we're leveraging the, the commercial and residential sales force and some of our other channels to, uh, to try to push it ahead even further. You know, at the Stone Peak ribbon cutting that I went to not long ago, they were saying they were the first in the big gauge panels, but you're not far behind, are you? The first in manufacturing in the U.S. is, is definitely Stone Peak. Uh, but, you know, Crossville's been in the laminum business now for many years, right. uh, importing that. And we were producing both our Emil group, recently acquired uh, by Marazzi, and Marazzi are both in the manufacturing of gauge porcelain. And so we use our, our sister manufacturing in Italy today to have a broad selection of both 6-millimeter and 12-millimeter jumbo slabs. So we feel like from a design perspective, we're ahead of the market, uh, and certainly from a flexibility perspective with the types of volumes we're doing around the world with a base of manufacturing in Italy, we think we're in pretty good shape from a service perspective as well. So very excited about it. If, if we build a big enough business over here in North America, we'll certainly backward integrate into that manufacturing as well. Well, it's incremental and diversification, so it's a good strategy, isn't it? We've got to find continued ways to grow. As you mentioned, we're the share leader on the ceramic side, and so we've got some opportunity over in Countertop, and, and we've got a few other irons in the fire that we'll continue to, to work on back in the lab and always look to grow. All right, JT, it's great to talk to you again. We've been talking to John Turner, the president of Dale Tau, and you've been listening to Kempar and FloorDaily.net.